hey, I know I was busy, but I need you to not be busy, okay? If if only. <laughs> uh, it's probably not going to happen, but if only. I think <laughs> I think we're both like really swamped right now, and so it's just like, yes. ha, 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 ha. We can't, we don't have the time to do full episodes. It's just not happening right now. <laughs> ah! But at least I like, it's like one of those things of like, I don't want to have to abandon this because like, I know it's like, if we get out of swing of this, we'll like be like, yes. I don't want to do the podcast anymore, but I want to do the podcast and I would rather put yes. out little mini episodes rather than just leave everybody in the dark for a little bit. Can you know, confirm. You know what I mean? You picking up? Absolutely. Picking up what I'm putting down? I am. You scooping what I'm pooping? I am sniffing what you're... Stepping in? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I got a little bit of movement on the condo, which I I was raging about so fucking hard. So when it comes to condo stuff, which I know people are like, oh, my God, condos. uh, Like, yes, I know that there's a lot of fees in it, but like I don't have to take care of the roof. I don't have to take care of the siding. I don't have to take care of the windows. Like, yeah, I do like maybe pay a, a special assessment fee. Sure. But it's relatively new enough condo that like everything's still fine. Like it's nice. not it's not from the fifties, so still yeah. still waiting for that paperwork to come in to see if there's a special uh, assessment stuff coming up. But there's they I saw how much money they have in reserve for the HOA, so like probably won't have to pay a special assessment fee. They have like a million dollars in the bank nice. to pay for shit, so it's Jesus. like yeah, so they're fucking fine, right? But the biggest thing about an HOA is insurance need to know what the master insurance policy for the HOA covers, right? Because this this yeah. covers like the structure of the building and then what what your personal policy does is pay for the walls and everything inside of the walls of your condo, right? I got you. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, so like every single like insurance I went to was like, we need some something from the HOA. Like they needed some portion of some information from the HOA. My HOA are fucking stickler bitches and I don't know why. They're like, we do not release any information about the HOA to anybody other than the person who currently owns the condo. And it's like, Damn. my insurance people just want to talk to you. They're like, nope, nope. Shit. So I was trying to bust my ass because they're like, uh, the loan was like, oh, like we can't really move forward with the loan because we don't have your condo insurance. And I'm like, that ball is not my court. Like I've asked for this information. I've requested it. I've sent the realtor after it. She can't get it. Like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I cannot get this information for you. And so they're like, okay, well, you have until the 16th of January to get it all figured out. Jesus Christ. You know what the 16th of January is? Was that Martin Luther King Day? Yep. Huh. You know what's not open? Anybody. For anything. Right. Including the fucking bank who set Idiot. this who set this fucking deadline. Jesus. So I got that at a Friday at like three o'clock. Didn't see it until like five when I got off. I don't know who the fuck's calling me. Don't know how to get back to him. But they're like, no, you have until the 16th to like get this information, the condo insurance to us. That whole weekend, I was just ruined. Ruined. Because yeah. I couldn't do anything because I was like, this is not my hands. Am I about to lose a loan? Do I need to go somewhere else? What the fuck is going on? I just, I gotta have the whole insurance set up right up until I get the, I just, I just need the, I just, I just need the master policy. I just need the master policy from, from the HOA. They won't give it to me. I asked, I was like, can my insurance people talk to you? And they're like, absolutely not. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Okay, great. So, I'm stressed that whole fucking weekend. Yeah. I don't know Holy why. Shit. I don't know why they fucking gave me that deadline. It's an arbitrary deadline. Like it was like I like it ended up being just some fucking bullshit number he threw out there. It didn't mean jack dick shit. It meant nothing. It was just Wow, what a weenie. They just fucking threw it out there. So I was like, awesome. That's cool to know. 
So I tell my broker, hey, this ball's out of my court. I I need HOA information. I still don't have the whole HOA book yet, and I'm closing in like eight days. So eight, nine, nine days. Closing in nine days. I still Jesus. don't have the HOA information to like check that all out. So I'm like, I need this stuff, and we're not moving forward. So Monday goes by. Tuesday comes. I don't really hear anything until like later in the day. I see that there's an email from my broker portal thing that's like, hey, you have uh, a document that needs to be reviewed. You need to check it out. So I'm like, okay. So I get on there and I see it's 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 like approved on contingency is my loan. So I'm like, okay, they need okay. – I'm, I'm, I'm quote unquote approved until like the, the, the finalized underwriting stuff is all finalized. Like they need a couple of things checked. Like apparently in my records it shows that I lived at my brother's place before my brother even owned his place. It was, yeah. really, it was really fucking weird. So I was like, this is weird. But it was just on the contingency that I get the insurance policy. So as, as, as this is Tuesday at like 5 o'clock – I like lay down, open up a laptop. I'm looking for the contingency papers, and I like I open up like the documents to like look up for the contingency paper. What is staring at me in the documents section of my portal? Is it the master copy of the insurance policy? It is the master policy of the HOA insurance policy, and you want to know what it was uploaded the what? the day prior. It was up uh, someone. It didn't just fucking pop up. Someone fucking uploaded it on Monday at two o'clock and didn't tell me. I didn't get a notification for it, and no one fucking told me. And when I tell you, I was so fucking mad. I text my realtor. I was like, "Hey, call me when you get a second. So she calls because I'm not a hundred percent certain if this is like the thing. Like this is yeah. it. So I call her and I'm like, "Hey." I'm looking at the HOA master policy. I was like, is this it? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's it. This is great. Da, 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 da. Like, you could, like, I'm like, no one, I'm just wondering why no one told me. Why did no one tell me? And she's like, that's weird. Like, I saw the broker the other day and she didn't say anything. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck? So she's like, well, the broker will call up the agency. I was like, no, I will. No, I will. Yeah, I don't um, trust it at I this don't, point. I, I trust nobody at this point right now, to be honest. And I'm like, I'll just handle it because I know I'll get it done right now. So I, I, I called up the insurance policy people. I said, I or actually, I, for, I just emailed it to her. And I just emailed yeah. it to her. And I was like, hey, here it is. Finalize it. Like, call me when you're ready to talk and, like, get my card number, whatever. And uh, I got it all figured out. And then it was sent to... The, all the information was sent to, to back to my own broker that like, hey, she's got insurance now. And then uh, my broker texted me and was like, hey, your loan is under final final review with the underwriter. When the fuck that's finalized, I don't know. So, woof. Oh my god. So, so that's being finalized. I'm pr- like, I was already like pre-approved unless something else like really really weird comes up. I'll probably be approved for the loan. Great, like whatever. And then the last thing we're waiting for is just the HOA packet information thing about the hoa stuff how it works like the amenities that i get trash water gas what however the fuck that stuff works i don't know so waiting for that and then that's it i have my final walkthrough scheduled and i have my closing date scheduled and time scheduled i'm still waiting the hoa packet (laughs) oh oh my gosh isn't that fucking weird yeah that's something somebody should have probably what happened is somebody was supposed to have done it like before and then they just didn't. And then they were like, oh, yeah. And they just did it quietly. Right. And so it's like, 
who, which one of you yeah. fuckers, which one yeah, of you, which, which one of you is the asshole. Yep. So I just, I cheered myself up and I went to, where did I go? Lowe's, I think. And I picked out some um, paint cards. Hell yeah. Because I want to paint my room uh, like a, a gray. So like I picked out like a bunch of different gray cards and... Yeah, I think I've got like the aesthetic of my room all picked out, and that made me happy. And I also looked at like tu- I looked at like tubs and shit because I have to reno the bathroom. It's probably not anytime s- too soon, but like it's got to get done. Like the yeah. place hasn't been renovated since it was built, right. so the bathrooms in the kitchen have got to go. But um, I'm ex- I'm so excited. Like even though I'm like raging about this whole process, the condo is still fucking beautiful, and I want it. I want it so Hell bad. Yeah, I'm so stoked for you, bud. This is Yikes. gonna be great. Hell yeah. So that's what that's what's going on. I've committed to the February 18th deadline of like when I'm hiring movers to just move like some big big furniture over there. Hell yeah! And I'm gonna just start staying over there February 18th. But like that'll give me time to like get some cleaners in and mm-hmm. paint my bedroom, and then just slowly move over stuff, and then just have the big furniture moved over there, and then I'll be good to go. Nice. So that's hell that. yeah, brother! I'm, I'm so, so excited ex- for you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Because I don't have a spare bedroom, and then you can come and stay with me, and then Yay. we can go into DC, and it will be really fun. Absolutely. Okay. I, I hope everyone understood what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm excited. How? What? What? How? Ha- you weren't here last week, and that's why Correct. we're doing a mini episode. So, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I work for a retail situation, right? An outdoors uh, retailer, and it's inventory in January. Like, the whole company does inventory in January. We do not hire external inventory folks because uh, anybody that works at Walmart or knows anybody that works at Walmart knows how fucked that is and how just awful things get and it's just a bad time. So what we do is we will hire or we'll, we'll like, request stores, individual stores, send people to a team that counts certain things within their district and their region. So... Each team is two weeks, and you count eight stores. So between all of the stores that this company owns, eight stores every two weeks, like, per team. Gross. So I got to go and do that, and I obviously live in Tennessee, and I got to go to another part of our district, which is Alabama. So I was in Alabama all last week, except for Thursday. And the super fun thing is all these stores are still in operation, like, while this is happening, so we have to count it overnight so that nothing gets fucked up. Oh my god, I didn't know right. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we like we get there at like 8, and we get our little machines, and like they give us a pep talk, and then like 8 p.m., so give us our little pep talk, we got our little handheld scanning machine situations, and then they're like, go fucking in town, get going, and like the store's still open for another hour. So we pick like places that aren't usually like super shopped during that time, and we just fucking count shit. So I am a front-end human. So I get to count front end, which is great, except every front end is different because this company has been open for so long. There are different style front ends at almost every single store that we go to. So we just pick a place and start counting and everything has these little labels that you have to like, you scan the little label, you scan everything in the area individually, which like most front ends of places have like, um, what are they called? Impulse items, right? So yes. there's, like, bags of candy. You have to count every single individual fucking bag of candy. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's candy. Get yeah. fucked. Yep. <laughs> but that's, like, $3 every bag of candy. Oh, my God. So, so you have to count literally everything in an area. And then, like, you upload it to the system. And, like, it's so stupid. They have to go into these stores and, like, 
pull out certain things and set up routers. So everything, there's like all the corners of the store can like get these signals from these little handheld devices. And every little area is tagged with a number. So you count however many items are there. You scan each individual one. You like initial the thing and then write the total number of items in the area on this little tag. And then we have auditors that go around and do the same thing. And if you get a number that's different than an auditor, that's bad. That happened to me at like the second or third night. And I and, like I walked over to the the dude that was running the inventory and I was like, hey, buddy, what the fuck? And like he walked over and I was like, dude, I've counted this like five fucking times and it straight up is this number. And he was like, huh? And he got to looking and he went, yeah, they must have missed some stuff. So uh, you're fine. Just keep on going. I was like, uh, oh, man. Cool. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. So we make it through a majority of the store. And since this is an outdoors retailer, my nightmare, my absolute biggest fucking like thing that I don't want to do is ammunition. Because holy fuck, you have to scan each individual box of ammunition and there's so many on the shelf. Oh, God. Or fishing bait. Oh. <laughs> oh. Gross. So my ass... The fourth night, we were in Nashville. They, one of the guys that's like running things walks over to me and uh, he's like, hey man, uh, you're very fast and very accurate. Can you go to fishing bait? Because we're falling behind. No. No. And I went, I was like, buddy, it's like 10 o'clock. I really don't want to go to fishing bait. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Go to fishing bait. And I went, dick. (laughs) Ugh. So then I go from areas that have like maybe 60 things in them to fishing bait where a four foot section has 568 items. So I was in fishing bait the rest of the night. Jesus Christ. And it was awful. But they do feed us, which is really sweet. Uh, they're like, hey, you're working nighttime. Here's some here's some food. So that's cool. They got us McAllister's that ooh. night. And I was I was pretty happy to sit in the fishing bait aisle and eat my McAllister's. That's, they have good sandwiches. <laughs> it was a whole thing. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I get to go do that next week, too. So, bruh. Let's get it. I'm sure I'm going to end up in fishing bait because they know I can count. <laughs> Rumor <So>. spreading. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you poor thing. Oh, God. It's so terrible, too, because once we get everything in the store counted, like, we just stand there for 30 to 45 minutes while everything uploads and they print out what we call variant sheets. So, like, the system has what the store is supposed to have of an item what we physically counted of an item and the variance in between, right? So say you're supposed to have 10 of something. We only counted five. That's a five variance, a negative five variance. So they hand out these sheets. And you know how I said everything was numbered? Right. Sometimes the numbers don't make any fucking sense. So in the, it's like they're just randomly fucking placing labels. And it like one rack of something in like clothing is a f- 1,502. And the next rack literally like straight across from it is like 1653 so like it doesn't make sense so trying to find where these fucking locations are are literally the worst thing in the entire world and i think they hate me (laughs) or they know (laughs) or they know that i can fucking count which once again that's the problem i can count um they hand me like six variant sheets to other people getting like three so i end up (laughs) are you fucking serious I would it's tell so them to eat shit and die. It's so bad, man. And it's not always together. Like, sometimes I would get some stuff for camping, and then I would, on the same, like, two sheets later, I would get something in, like, golf. So it, it's, like, two different sides of the store. I have to go through my one sheet, go through the other sheet. It's fucking pain in the dick. But 
the money's good, so there's that. <laughs> you know what my brother calls that? What? The curse of competency. He's correct. That absolutely <laughs> is the curse of competency. It's a pain in the ass. Because I feel like every time I hand them a sheet because I'm done with it, they're like, okay, here's like two or three more sheets. Thank you. And then go away. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, I'm meeting a lot of fun people, though. So there's that. There's that. I'd be pissed, yeah. though, that like you're being paid. You're getting you're getting more work, but not getting paid to do that much more work than the idiot over there who's like, one, yep. two, fuck off. Yep. There was, there was one night that, no, this was, I think, the most recent night. Or maybe the one before. I don't know. They all bleed together. I get done at like five or six in the morning. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's awful. And then I get to drive home and like people going to work traffic. It sucks. But there was one night that I walked over to an area and I had like two sheets for this, like two sections. And I was like, how the fuck is everything this wrong? And I got to looking and it literally looks like somebody just like, okay, there's this many items on a peg and just scan the peg that many times instead of scanning the items. So it just fucked everything up. It was so bad. So that was cool. I, I was like, people. wow, these people are my favorite. These people are great. So that was good shit. Uh, ha 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 ha. Welcome to retail. Yeah, super, super fun. Some people are functional and useful and other people's are not. <laughs> That's fun. So you got one more week of it. Yay. Yeah, absolutely. At the very least, they're like renting me a car and stuff. So that's nice. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. It's a okay. whole experience. I I love that for you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, my my like my third eye's open for that. Like, oh my god, my, my chakras are a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you wanna you wanna know what what my third eye is open for? What? Mm. <laughs> Spooky stories. Hell yeah. Hello, twisted humans. Do you find yourself wanting to know more about the latest murder, conspiracy, cult, or haunting? Then this is the podcast for you. In 1952, there was a record high of UFOs reported. 1,500 sightings. There has been evidence of human sacrifice, devil worship, and it is haunted by more spirits than can be counted. A family of two adults and two kids reportedly saw a giant flying thing with glowing red eyes. And meanwhile, the family's nanny that helped Veronica to care for her and Lucian's children was found bludgeoned to death in the basement of their family home. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is Twisted and Uncorked. So what I am going to teach you about today. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Before you before you do your the thing that you do, you cannot look up any pictures. Okay. Until I say I, so. I won't. Until okay. I say so. Okay. I'll let you okay. I'll let you look them up, but there's a point. I got to have you wait. Okay. Okay, great. All right. So, I'm going to teach you today about the Voynich manuscript. Okay. Okay. That sounds vaguely Russian. Uh Slavic and Pol- Polish, way. Slavic, Polish. Ah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Voynich. All right. So, <clears throat> tucked away in the oh fuck, I forgot the Google how to pronounce this. The <sighs> Beenick, the Beenick Rare Book and Manuscript Library at Yale lies a i'm gonna call it three different things a book okay. codex or manuscript it's all i'm talking about the one same thing okay so it's the same thing it's just called three different things a book a codex, or a manuscript that no okay. one no one has ever been able to decipher oh shit okay i don't think i was supposed to tell you that part but anyways 
So this codex, it measures at about like, I don't know, 8.9 inches by 3.6 inches in dimension. And it has 102 parchments that are folios. So basically each page unfolds out. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what, I didn't, I didn't know that until I saw some pictures. I was like, oh, that's what a folio is. Great. So. Fair enough. So it, it has a hundred and like two like pages, but after the folios are unfolded, it's about 234 pages. Right. Got you. So it's also noted that some pages are in fact missing because they are numbered. So there's, it's, it's, it's a thing. Right. So the book is divided into six illustrated and written sections. You have botany, some weird astronomy astrology section you have a biology section a a cosmology section a pharmaceutical section and then people are thinking that like a cooking recipe section huh so it's a little weird it's interesting so the the botanical section is the largest and it has 113 pages detailed of like herbs and plants and then there's like text that discuss the plant that's on the page whatever right and it's it's similar to how other herbal texts were written in Europe at the time, but the plants that are in the book are not distinguishable, identifiable to any plants in Europe. Oh, interesting. Weird, right? So where the fuck did it come from? No idea. So the cool. second is 12 pages of astronomy with like stars, suns, moons, and shit, and it even features like the zodiac star signs of like the, the Pisces, the Taurus, and the Sagittarius. And weirdly enough, the, which the theme is always like naked, naked women in this book. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. And it's it's not even. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even uh like tasteful women. It's just like like weird, weirdly drawn women. Okay. Okay. I really want to look. I'm but not the, going to until you, you tell to, me. You have to wait. Just wait. <laughs> then it's holding like stars and shit and whatnot. Like I don't know. So the third, the third section is biology. I, I don't know if you would call it that. It has like some weird pictures of like nude women. In, like, a pool, and, like, there's, like, weird pumps going into the pool with, like, fluid, like, water, maybe? I don't fucking know. It's really weird. The biology section's weird. I don't know why they call it the biology section. You can look it up after I tell you to go. All right. So, the fourth is the cos- cosmology section. And this was... It gets it gets more and more weird. It gets more and more weird. I don't know how to, like... You just have to Google it in a minute. Okay. So, the cosmology section has drawings of, like, nine medallions or, like, islands or something, and they have stars all in these islands, right? Yeah. And there's also, like, a castle in one of the pages. There also might be a volcano. No one knows. No one knows. Okay. Fair so enough. the fifth is the pharmaceutical section, and it talks about plants and has, like, elaborate apothic jars, and there's, like, herbs depicted on these pages, and, like, several herbs are depicted on pages, and, like, there's some discussion there, but, like, the jars indicate some, like, form of apothic right and then the last is like baby recipes it's just short paragraphs that are just denoted with like stars and shit okay. and that's about it cool that's that's right. so that's what the book is written about so i did i fucked it up in my notes so i wasn't supposed to tell you that it's never been able to be deciphered but let's let's talk about why it's not able to be deciphered okay yes please i want to know so the manuscript is written in a language that has never appeared in any other at, at any other time in history has never been seen before. It's it's not anything anybody can decipher. Okay. Okay, now you can look it up. I do have an image in my if you scroll down just a little bit, there's an image of like what the text looks like. Okay. It is never been no other text that we've ever we as a human society has ever seen before. Nothing anywhere close to it. Like 
scholars, linguists, cryptologists, and like just randos who just want to try and like take a crack at it. No one has been able to fucking figure it out. Okay. Okay. So to answer your question, where did it come from? Yes, please. Short answer, no one knows. That is unhelpful. <laughs> but the long answer, let me give you, so I can give you a little bit of satisfaction, a little a little bit of uh, a taste with the long okay. answer, though. Okay. So through knowing what the book is made out of, how it's bounded, the materials of the books, and using radiocarbon dating, the book was created around the 15th century, specifically 1404 to 1338. Okay, well, there goes my theories. What are you, What were your theories? I'll tell you later. Okay, um, <laughs> but it's it's suggested that it might it was probably written out of Italy because that's kind of like where it bounced around during its known history was in like Roman times, right? So yeah. in modern day Italy, right? And it was written on calfskin. Calfskin were the folios, and then the goatskin was the um, covers of the book. Okay. The main, the main, right? The main binding of the book. So it was also after after analyzing the way it was written and like the art that was used to draw all these weird fucking weird pictures. Are you looking at some of the pictures? Yes. Isn't it weird? Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. It it definitely takes on the suggestion of Italian Renaissance. Yeah. So that's why it's like suggested that it came out of Italy around that time period. Well, we know like the carbon dating actually puts it at that time period. But it's suggested through just a lot of other suggestions, haha, that it came out of Italy. How you huh. feeling? How you feeling about it? It's weird. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool, but it's also like just really strange. Did you see the um the picture yet? Where the naked ladies are like in the in the in like the weird blue t- pool like and then like pools the, the two the two yes tubes yeah yeah yeah. I don't I don't really understand. No one does. Yeah, I was about to say, that's probably everybody, though. It's like nobody really understands. Everybody is like, what the fuck is this shit? So some pages were written in Latin, like broken ass Latin. Uh, but most of it was written in a script that no one's un- understand. And there's no punctuation either. If you look at it, there's no punctuation. There's no periods. There's no commas. There's no exclamation points or question marks. Nothing. It's just written, plain text. Yeah, and it's all like little handwritten text. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, of course, it was handwritten. It was before printing presses. But... <laughs> it was. So there are over 170,000 characters used. That is not helpful to no. anybody. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my and God. Like, and, like, some characters are just, like, like one or two strokes, and some are, like, way more elaborate. And it's, it's theorized that, like, some of the words, like, an actual word is just condensed into, like, one character. Yeah. That, fucking, that would make sense. That fucking helps nobody. So right. that's that's why there's so many different characters because it's actually a word. It's actually a word, right? Ugh. And the and the pages are weirdly numbered. So for example, there like there's always a letter in front of it, which is always F. I didn't find one that was different. So it'll be like F one R, like F seventy R, or even like F one one six V. So they're numbered. Okay. They're numbered. So like that was also the indication of like how we know some pages have fallen out of this bitch, right? So what the purpose of this book is, I mean, we don't even know where the fuck it came from. So how, how can you yeah. how can you know why? But it's it's theorized that it could have served as a pharmacopoeia. God bless you. Thank you. I don't You're think welcome. I, said, I don't think I said that right. Pharmacopoeia. 
No, there was an extra O in there. Wikipedia lied to me. Pharmacopoeia. Like a Wikipedia, but pharma. Interesting. Big, big pharma. So it included probably the, the med- med- medieval medicine of that time. But it's always interesting to me of like, if the herbs are not identified, like identifiable to like any herbs that exist, like rosemary, thyme, basil, right? Like if those things can't be equated, is this like somebody just made a science fiction book? Yeah, I was actually wondering if maybe it was just his details on his D&D campaign. <laughs> oh my fucking God, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my God. I hate that you made that joke. It's his D&D note campaign it's thing. Just, it's just his D&D book, guys. Hello. Yeah, it's like, his DM notes, buddy. Right. He's just making an environment for his players, and he made recipes and, like, how the yeah. potion spells work in the game. I hate you so much. You ruined this for me. You ruined this. <laughs> I'm really good at ruining things. Is that Have what you met me? Oh, I know. Was that your theory? <laughs> uh, no, my original theory was that it was... Um, to, if if it was written in BC, I could have argued that it was uh, pre Tower of Babylon when God is like supposed to have mixed up all of the languages, and that's why it's no longer a written language um, or language that we know. But uh, that kind of fell apart when it was fucking after death, so that didn't do anything. But I did because that could have been fun. There was a point where all the languages were like mushed together. Yeah, or it was all like a universal language. That was pre-Tower of Babel, which is talked about, like, in Genesis, but they all, like, all the people united in trying to, like, build a tower to the gods, uh, like, just straight up into heaven, and God was like, that's fucked up, nah, and then, like, knocked it down and separated the languages, biblically, is uh, how that goes. Oh, okay, because I was like, God, was that real? Okay, all right. I don't know, but that's how it was written in the Bible, so that's why I was like, huh, I wonder, that could be fun, because... That could be interesting. Like, we've seen a evidence for a giant boat. So, like, huh. We have? I think so. Where? I'm not going to say that, like, for sure, but I think that's a thing. Google it, and I will continue with my story. So, there's a couple, a couple of theories on how the book was passed around, but no one knows who wrote it. There's theories on who wrote it, but, like, we don't know yeah. who wrote it. We don't know who wrote it, right? A D&D campaign fellow. My God. So... <laughs> It just it just kind of popped up in history, but we do know that the first owner ish, he wasn't a direct owner, but it was around this guy, uh, might have been Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf the Second. Okay, I did not know that there was a Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf. I I feel like I would have bullied that guy for being Rudolf, <laughs> like the like the red nosed reindeer. Get get bullied, nerd. <laughs> so so he might might have bought bought it for like six hundred ducats. From John D, which is another another theory that John D wrote it because he was a mathematician slash occultist because okay. math and occultist like could have fucked some languages up and created his own. I don't fucking know. So that might have happened. He might have bought it from John D, but we do know that the chemist and pharmacist Jacobus Hick, we're gonna call him Tepenic because that's cool. his last name. And I might have pronounced that wrong too, but we're going to call him Depenic. So he did, in fact, own the book, and he was a part of Rudolph's court. So it was like parallel to Rudolph. Okay. So Depenic had signed the book, and it obviously faded away with time, but with an ultraviolet light, you could see his name in the book. So he signed it. I think that's pretty well. So there was a letter that was found in the book written in 1665 by another scientist named Johannes 
Johannes Marcus Marcy. Okay. And the recipient of the letter was was the current owner of the was it was the next owner of the book, George Ban. Why are these names so hard? Barish? Barish of Prague. So George was from Prague. Uh, he was an alchemist, so he owned the book after uh Tepenic. And then after George died, Marcy got his hands on the book. And then after around his death in like 1667, he sent the book off to a, a Jesuit priest by the last name of Kersher. I'm not going to attempt to say his fucking first name. <laughs> she's going. She's trying. She's going for gold. She's trying it. She's going to she's going to attempt to say it. A Thanist? A Thanistus? Are you going to Okay, you're going to Google it. Yeah, I'm going to Google it. It looks like a fancy ass name, you know? Like it that's, does. That looks like a that looks like a name, you know what I mean? Athanasius. Athanasius? What That's how it? you say it. Athanasius. There's no SH and that's really weird. It's S I U S makes it makes the shay sound. Ah. Yeah. Stupid. Foolish foolish me. Okay. So <laughs> Ends up in a Jesuit's, that's how you say that, Jesu- a Jesuit? Jesuit, yeah. Okay. Jesuit's priest. Priest. The fuck word is that? Priest. Okay. Uh, Jesuit priest got his hand on it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so we have a gap in, gap in time, or at least my source did. I'm sure Wikipedia, Wikipedia was like, I scrolled through that bitch, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of history around this book. Jesus Christ. So fast forwarding to a long ass time, Wilfrish, okay. Wilfrish Boynich. Yeah. This fellow. Okay. He purchased the book from the Jesuit college. Wow, wouldn't you have guessed it? Near Rome. Crazy. <laughs> right? Right? How do we get how do we get here? We we know how we got here. So he he toured the book around because he was a rare book collector. So he toured the book plus his rare, rare book collection around the world. He even went to like Chicago at one point, I think to the World Fair. He was in Chicago and he was like showing it, but he was intrigued. He wanted to decipher the book. So he paired up with this guy, William Newbold. And they toured the, the book specifically around in 1921, and they were like, please, someone decipher it, but no one could. Here we are. So the book was eventually bought in 1961 by Hans P. Kraus. Mm-hmm. He was a New York bookseller and donated, donated it to the Yale, Bo- Yale Library, where it is still today. Nice. Cool thing is, though, that the Yale Library actually digitized the book. And it's Big in brain. Their, <laughs> it's in their online library. They know what's up. They know. Well, like how like how are you gonna like have people attempt it and like not come in and touch the book with their greasy, dirty hands? Like just decide that's very it, true. put it out there and maybe somebody will decipher it one day. Yeah, that's what happened with the um Zodiac killer. Like with his little notes that he would leave. Uh-huh. To decipher them, they just started publishing them in p- newspapers. Mm-hmm. And this uh retired couple for the, in their free time for fun they like doing crosswords and they were like well eh, let's see if we can decipher it and they did so yeah that makes sense oh i didn't i actually didn't know the zodiac big brain shit was, it was zodiac? deciphered yes i think so i'm pretty sh- no you're like pretty sure you're right was the zodiac killer actually captured after that i think we found out the identity of the zodiac killer i want to say was that yeah. the- no i lied to you <gasps> maybe not bruh Yes, Gary Francis Post. Who the fuck is that? Uh, the Zodiac Killer. Was he arrested? He, we found out after he died. Fuck. That's how they found out. Somebody sent in um their ancestry stuff and like to get it figured out, and they had like a certain point match, and so they were like, "Uh, you're related to the Zodiac Killer, buddy," and then like oh. got to looking through everything. This was the ancestry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. 
fucker died. Didn't serve an ounce of jail time. God damn it. Yep. All right. So people from all over tried to just de- try to decipher it. So like some of the known people who did it was like World War One and World War Two cryptologists William and Elizabeth Friedman, Prescott Courier, and John Tiltman. So those were those were some like people who tried to decipher it. They didn't figure it out. Erwin Erwin Pan Panofsky. He was an art historian. Uh, he also attempted it. Didn't happen. Intelligence specialists, chemists, lawists, mathematicians, and me- medieval philosophists, they couldn't figure it out. No one's figuring this bitch out, right? So there's been books that have been published about this book. There have been dissertations written about this book. And, like, it, it's been such a bitch that even people are like, this is a hoax. This is a hoax. There's no way this is real. Like, people can't figure this out. There's no way. But... Because of the radiocarbon dating technology that we have, it is not, in fact, a hoax. Like, it's it's the manuscript that is that old, and it's it's real. Like, and they also proved, like, it hasn't been written over. Like, the original, the text that is on there is the original text that's there. Well. So, in 2014, a team at the University of Sao Paulo, I think I said that wrong, used a statistical model of the text to analyze it in relationship to the words rather than the meetings. So they clustered words together to see if there was any reoccurring use of these words, like if like some certain words fell one word after another, like how you can have like be and then say a word or like there's there's always like a, a, a linguistical pattern in speech that can be identified. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what they did here rather than trying to decipher like what the words meant. They weren't able to decipher it, but they did conclude that the text is an actual language and is not gibberish. Well... Not gibberish. So, so, it hasn't been deciphered yet, but we have three instances, at least that I found in my quick Google search, three instances where people have claimed that they have deciphered it, but they, they like, quote, need more time to actually decipher the whole thing, right? Yeah. What are you, what are you still Googling? I was looking to make sure I was incorrect on how they caught the Zodiac killer. He actually died. And then people started going through his house and he had a dark room in his house. And they started like looking through and found some stuff that linked him to the crimes. Oh. And then they tested, uh, I think then they tested DNA. But I was incorrect. And I just wasn't wanted it, to fix that. Wasn't, wasn't it like the Rainbow Bridge killer or the uh, Golden Gate killer? Golden State killer. That's yeah, who it was. It, that's he was a retired was. cop. That's who it was. Yep. Okay. And that's that why was... they never caught him is because he was a fucking police officer. Whoops. Son of a bitch. I mixed, okay. I mixed up my killers. It's, oh, it's almost d- like I don't actually pay attention to them because they're not to be immortalized. Whoops. Well, also, we're not we're not a murder podcast, so. That's also true. <laughs> it's okay if you don't remember yeah. how, you know, people are caught. It's all right. So, in the last six-ish years, with mm-hmm. the help with the help of technology, there, have been, there has been actual some leeway in deciphering some of the shit. Oh, wow. So, okay. a a Canan- can I always Canadian Canada <laughs> team in I think it was 2016 they used computer technology to decipher it which they deduced that it was like ancient Hebrew. Whoa. Yes. But when it was translated into e- English it was still gibberish and didn't fucking make any sense. That's fair. So it was kind of like a first step of like this might be Hebrew which other people speculated it might be like like some form of Hebrew that we don't fucking know about. I don't know. So huh. that was the first attempt. The second one is a German Egyptologist says that he successfully, he claims he successfully cracked it. And he believes that it's written in Hebrew as well. Uh, this 
person says uh, to fully translate it, he says, will take several years because it's written in a time where languages doesn't make sense to us and just doesn't translate well. So like somebody who speaks Hebrew today, it just won't make sense because like the the translation just were too modern to understand such a medieval text. Okay. That makes sense? I, yeah. Yeah. That could make sense to me because the same thing happens like when we try to read old English, there's a lot of context clues and stuff that we have to use because reading old English, it's really hard to understand. Yes. So, and not even modernized old English, like just straight old English. It's like, what the fuck is this? Honestly, just reading, yeah, even just reading Shakespeare, which it, like is old, but not that old. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's modern old English. Yep. And like, it's just, it's hard. Did you know over time, ye was actually turned into the? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. That's like, if you guys want an example of like what I mean with the old English, try reading Beowulf. No. And it will be very no no not even not the modernized Beowulf. Like No, that's what I'm saying. Ugh, hard. What year Shit's did hard. That, what year did that come out? Like the like original Beowulf text. Did that I don't date know, Let's find out. Did that date Shakespeare? I don't know. Uh it's somewhere between seven hundred and a thousand AD. So yes, that did date Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I didn't know it was that old. Holy shit. Yeah, bro. It's one of the first um examples that we have and like the way that it's written, like, there's some words that could almost make sense, but they don't. Don't make sense. Because, like, when you look at the original, you can make out, like, reaping people, maybe. Maybe a word that says people. Maybe a word that means human. But, like, it's written in English. It is. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Did you know, did you hear, I, it kind of went around on TikTok a little bit, that the Odyssey is being retranslated, and it's being translated by a woman <gasps> wild and that's that's kind of a big to do because she went through i forget what the what the actual what what it, what it was originally written in but she learned do, 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 what fucking ancient greek so she learned ancient greek um studied it learned it uh whatever and she went through to like kind of like read it and she realized that there was very s- misogynist and sexist translations Mm. to like put down women in the modern text even though it's not in the original so she is actually going through or she already did i believe went through and rewrote it and there's like a version out and there's like some english professors that require people to read that specific translation of the text nice that's kind of crazy huh her name what is her name emily wilson emily wilson nice she's the one who's redoing it i think that's really neat that's pretty cool. So the last person that I found that claims that they have deciphered the text, this person's name go. is... What? There we go. Reeling it in. Thank you. Bring it back. Yeah. Get on track. Yeah. Appreciate you. Doctored, doctored, Dr. Gerard Cheshire. Cheshire. He believes that it's a pro promo romance language, meaning some mm. some language even before Latin. Okay. So this language was written uh like before like Portuguese oh I already said that Portuguese, Latin, and Italian were like ever spoken. He claims Gerard claims that this was a common but yet dead language used in the medieval medieval period around the Mediterranean. Which okay. I I'm pressing X for doubt on that because this is the only text we have ever found in this language. I'm calling bullshit. 
But he says that he was able to decipher some of it, and it gave gave it. A, he quoted the book saying, "For example, the manuscript was compiled by Dominican nuns as a source of reference for Maria of Castle, Queen of Aragon, who happens to be the great aunt of Catherine of Aragon." So apparently, he's deciphered enough that he knows who fucking wrote it. That's crazy. But again, we don't know. Like the 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 plant thing is really throwing me off. It's like whose plants? Whose plants are these? You know? Yeah. Huh. But that that was like all that the article had written, and that's um, an express. Is that this one? Is this the guy? Is this the person? Yes. So you can look up express.co.uk. Uh, Voynich manuscript solved. World's most mysterious book deciphered after six hundred years is the name of that article, and you can read it. And it says that he doesn't think it's Hebrew. He thinks that it's another pre 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 romance language. Okay. So just out of curiosity, I looked up um, the most notable like library burnings that we've had in history. And there was one in 1499 in Spain. Huh. So maybe. Um, maybe. Another one was in Hungary in 1526. And then we had monastic libraries burned, but that's in England. Um, I hope that's not another one of those... Um, Library of Great Alexander, where we only have one fucking library that is housing this one fucking language. I don't know. That's why I was like, I don't know, maybe, because I looked up the Burning of Alexandria, and obviously it was, like, one of the first, but um, I don't know. Although it apparently is disputed when it could have happened, the burning and destruction of Alexandria. Well, if it didn't happen, we would have known how to make Greek fire, so... Well, I mean, the the time, the time period was argued. Oh. So, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it could have been just one private book that survived. I doubt it, because we should have had to have... We should have other books in that language, too. So I think maybe it was just a cipher created by somebody who wanted to keep their notes private. I don't know. Yeah, and honestly could have, like, merged Hebrew, Latin, and probably even some Egyptian in there. Who the fuck knows? Mm -hmm. Arabic. Arabic was also considered in this. Yeah, so I don't know. There's so many, so many options. Yep. It's going to take someone who's a cryptologist and a linguist to figure this out, specifically yep. in those languages. Ugh. Absolutely. Hurts my brain. Shit's hard to figure out. Yep. So that is the Voynich Manuscript. Well, that was actually really fucking cool. Oh, thanks. I'm glad I, yeah. I, I, I'm glad I brought something cool to the table. <laughs> yeah. You made me think about a lot of things. That was great. <laughs> okay. That's the bar. I'm very pleased. Okay. It was it was actually it's really cool and legitimately very interesting cuz language is something that is so ever changing and without other information it might never be d- like figured out. Right, cuz like we had to have book. the Rosetta stone. Yeah. Right. So, that shit's kind of crazy. That's quite great to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad uh I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did very much. Cool. There's like way more. Like that's like cliff notes. There's like way more shit out there about this like all the dissertations and shit and all the theories and whatnot and so it's like a it's it's a it's a rabbit hole it's a whole thing it's a whole rabbit hole it's a whole rabbit hole all right all right i'm fucking tired let's go to bed it's only seven Amen. o'clock <laughs> well i mean you gotta go to bed i gotta stay up gross it's fine it's, fine. it's, it's, it's something okay i gotta go pick my car up tomorrow so oh yeah you're sleep back all day okay ah. do you did you stay in hotels while you're in georgia and then when you're in nashville you're able to come home uh kind of sort of so they actually fucked up my hotels oh um and we got an apology from the district manager when i saw him the last night so like monday tuesday wednesday we stayed in a hotel in alabama and then 
like drove to the other places we needed to go and like home base was in um birmingham no not birmingham i'm stupid huntsville um but the third night wednesday night through thursday there we go everything's fucky because it was overnights so we stayed for three days our checkout time was on that thursday but they didn't get us a late checkout time because what we originally planned was to sleep after we got off at six o'clock, sleep for however long, and then drive to the store that night. The one in Nashville, which was like three hours away. That didn't happen. Uh, so the checkout time was supposed to be regular checkout, which is 11. So that's three hours we would have been able to sleep before we had to be out and like gone. So instead of that, we just checked out before and drove back to Cookville, slept for f- six hours, and then drove to the store in Nashville. So it was a big pain in the dick and the, uh, the re- the district fellow, when we told him about that, he went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That should have been fixed. I'm so sorry. Damn. Yeah. So that was bad, but it is what it is. Okay. And then this week, everything's like two hours, like within a two hour distance. So it's not bad. All right. That's a little bit better than a three, uh, three hour drive, three, three hour yeah. drive radius. Gross. Yeah. We were, <clears throat> we were pretty salty, but it's okay. It happens. Understandably so. Okay. Well, you're going to do it again, boy. Ah. I'm so, I'm so like, I know you did all that and I'm so sorry, but I'm also like drained from the stress of this. Absolutely. Everything is stressful. Everything is hard, but we're doing it. We're doing it. Well, there'll be a time where I'll, I'll, you'll be all right. I'll be all right. We'll be all right. Everything will be all right. Yeah. It's all going to be fun. It'll be fun. All right. Everything is going to be great. Okay, cool. All right. So, uh, things. Check us out on our yeah. website, www.hotmail.com. I almost said hotmail. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I gotta go to bed. I gotta make food. Okay, uh, check us out at www.hauntherabarelyknowher.com. We have a contact page where you can drop a suggestion. You can even drop like a weird story, a weird little tidbit like this. We'll do like a little mini episode on it. Dro- like, you know, throw a suggestion out there. Whatever. We're, Hell yeah. we're, we'll, we'll try to make it work if we can. We're also on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at h-h-i-b-k-h podcast cool i'm on instagram zoe's on twitter oh yeah still want to hire somebody eventually at some point to just do like a Someday. couple post post a day but that's the dream hell yeah you the know? dream the dream dreaming big i just don't want to do anything when it's cold outside you know oh absolutely cold is awful it's very cold <sighs> <sighs> i keep yawning okay all right let's let's get the hell out of here all right hell yeah until next time hotter i barely know her Or anybody with those weird fucking lady illustrations.